comes out the hockey show with Tyler Briggs and Tim Hikeaway. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 38 of wow. Tongues Out, the hockey show. One half of the show, Tyler Briggs. The other half, of course. Tim Hikeway. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? We've made it a year. It was a year ago. Uh, well, I guess two days ago now. Actually, we got a funny story for you coming up here. But uh, a year ago, the podcast took off uh, right before the Vegas and Washington Capitals Stanley Cup final. Yeah. And uh, I made it about three episodes of doing it by myself and it was pretty pretty painful it's it tough to tough to listen to so i don't recommend listening to anything earlier than uh episode three when don ross shout out to don who is also uh co-host of the front row podcast they yeah. gave us a little shout out today so i figured yeah. i'd give him a shout out he was my first guest and then uh not long after that five episodes later or so had timmy come on for a yeah. show and it was Still to this day, one of our most popular episodes. Yeah. So uh, obviously, I knew I found my guy. So Timmy, thanks for uh, no problem being along for the ride. Have that polarizing effect. <laughs> yeah, apparently, <laughs> apparently you do. And so, kind of a funny story. We actually uh, <laughs> recorded the first half half of this episode last night in yeah. my garage for the first time. And here we are back in the garage again. Uh, Technical difficulties for the first time. Of course, it's on our uh, one-year anniversary show. Yeah. And here we are re-recording yep. everything again. It almost kind of feels like a bit of... Yesterday was a bit of a rehearsal. Yes. So this fact, we might be a little more polished up this time. We'll see where it could throw us off a bit. Yeah, it might, might we'll throw us off here, a little yes. bit. Tim had some really good stories about uh, being at Memorial Cup, which yeah. we will dive into first. But, Timmy, thank you for the... Thank you for the anniversary beer. No problem. It's, uh, pretty nice of you tonight. We'll call people won't know what it is, so we'll just say it's a Stella. Mm. Yeah. And now I know all the listeners are dying to know this is the biggest thing. Timmy, what were you wearing <laughs> yesterday? Well, yesterday I had on a pretty fitting jersey returning from my trip in the Memorial Cup. Uh, in case you live under a rock, Roy and Miranda Huskies won the Memorial Cup. I actually had, or I guess we'll just say I have uh, a jersey on, the Roy and Miranda Huskies jersey from uh, the 2016 Memorial Cup when they lost in the finals in overtime to uh, Mitch Marner's London Knights in Red Deer, Alberta. Uh, this one's pretty cool because it's uh, you, this is the backup goalie at that tournament's jersey and he was actually the starting goalie on this team that won the tournament the other day. So uh, it's a beautiful jersey. If you remember the uh, Vancouver Canucks jerseys from, well, I guess, 96, 97, the old alternate black and red or the maroon and dark blue faded jerseys they got yes. a, bit of a red to black with fade. the red fade there yeah. yeah really nice jersey fade to black eh? yeah metallica <laughs> yeah, yeah it's got the mem cup patch on it uh, it's a really sharp jersey hoping to add one of their whites or alternate jerseys from this tournament this past year's tournament to the collection because i always try to get memorial cup jerseys whenever i can so yeah that's uh, the story behind this one yeah. got uh it wasn't a very popular jersey i wore it uh once at the Memorial Cup, and <laughs> Ryan Naranda is not very popular in Halifax at all. Um, though Ryan Naranda people are very happy to see a Sam Harvey jersey. Uh, luckily, I know French because they all came up to me and started speaking French to me and kind of went along with it. My old man was wearing a Quebec jersey as well, Val d'Or, to a few games, and people would come talk French to him, and he didn't have a fucking clue what was going it. on. <laughs> Just smiled, nodded, smile and wave. Actually, kind of funny. We were funny on that topic, but we were actually went for went out to Sinway Park the other day. A little guy was ripping around on his tricycle oh, in the yeah. park, and we went across the street to Sergeant Sunday, of course. He was riding rims. I see. Yeah, 
ice cream shop across from Portage Avenue for the listeners that have no idea. But anyways, uh, we sit down to eat our ice cream and there's this uh, family sitting beside us. And I won't say what ethnicity they were, but Theo, you know, of course, kids, they'll say anything, right? And he goes, Daddy, why don't they speak English like us? <laughs> and then this is where you got to have the serious talks with your kids. Like yeah. this is this. It's tough. You know, it's really, really tough. But uh, yeah, I'm sure there was... French. Hey, they were French. They were no, they weren't French. Oh. They were not French. No, definitely not. And so, uh, yeah, I had to walk him through that. And uh, hopefully, hopefully next time it's a little bit easier. You know, maybe he'll just let it go. Yeah, because he was he was not very happy that they weren't speaking <laughs> English. <laughs> so, uh, Halifax, Nova Scotia. You just got back what yeah. two days ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, the trip itself, man, ten days long. Yeah, best. Well, we got to do the math here. How long are we gone? Yeah, 13 days. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was best one of the best trips I've ever been on. Uh, definitely the best Memorial Cup we've been to. Uh, if you've never been out east to Halifax, it's there's a lot to do there. It's a really nice city. The people there are unbelievably friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, like I said, there's just so much to see and do there. Uh, I believe they have something like 200 or 300 bars and pubs just in Halifax alone. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, seafood. I'm a big seafood guy, so that was probably the thing I was looking forward to the most, aside from the hockey. Um, I took a gambled, took a puck out there in case I met a, a famous moosehead. I'll get to that bit after. Mm-hmm. Get it, like get it signed by him. I happen to get it signed. I'll get to, like I said, get to that. Yeah, Don't yeah. Get too no excited. spoilers. No, no um, spoilers here. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Uh, outside of the weather, it was about. Six, seven, eight degrees every day we were there, except for one or two days. Not too often you leave Winnipeg and you look at the weather and you're like, why the fuck? You know? Like... Yeah. <laughs> well, I got to say this is, oh boy, it's probably the third or fourth May long in the last five years where it's been awful weather where I've been. Red Deer, it snowed the whole time. Oh, uh, yeah. The next year after Red Deer, we were out in Gimli and got snowed in. They didn't get snow in Winnipeg, and that was very hard to explain to my boss at the time when I was cutting grass. <laughs> yeah, you're only an hour in, north. <laughs> and it, we literally got a foot and a half of snow in Gimli. Holy shit. Uh, last year at the Memorial Cup, I much prefer the cold weather. Mm-hmm. Last year in Red uh, Regina, it was like 34, 35 degrees every day. Yeah, it was and hot. And I hate that. Yeah, and too hot. And this year was 5, 6, 7, 8 degrees, frost warnings every day other than one or two days. Uh, I don't mind that too much, but... Got quite the cold from walking to the rink in New Jersey because it might be cold. It's so much rain and so wet there. The humidity is insane, and I didn't want to be sweating buckets. So, um, yeah, it, it was shitty weather, but awesome all around. And if not for like the forty degree swings here, like it's it's really the weather's really not that bad. And here, the humidity. You know? And the humidity. Yeah, I, oh, I could deal. I can deal with thirty degrees. Dry heat, mm-hmm. the humidity just kills me. Yeah, no, I, uh, I definitely agree. Yeah. Especially when you you can't wear pants outside, you know, like when you're when you're out doing landscaping like you yes. used to. I'm sure I used was... to wear shorts. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Well, definitely good. regret it most days coming home with a shoe full of grass and dirty legs. But I'm someone that sweats a lot. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> if I wore pants at work, it well, I would have been a lot skinnier. But it was definitely worth that. And some days tarps were. Wasn't even that option of optional. They were off. They were off. Yeah, it had to be off. Yeah. So, uh, brings me to my next question. You mentioned Regina. You mentioned Red Deer. How many Memorial Cups total have you been to? This would be my. I went to Saskatoon, Red Deer, Regina, 
Yeah. Halifax is my fourth, and this would be my old man's sixth or seventh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He had quite a big gap. He went. Did you guys do Brandon a few years ago? He did. did. He I did. did. You didn't go, yeah. right? Okay. So yeah. he did. Oh, he did 83, 87, or 85 and 87 mm-hmm. in Portland. And then he did um, Brandon, Saskatoon, Regina, Red Deer, and mm-hmm. Halifax. So, oh, right on. Yeah. So well, we're obviously going to run through the Memorial Cup before we get to the Stanley Cup Finals. But, uh, yeah. So, basically, what I want you to do is to explain to the listeners that don't know, because this is kind of an undercover, like, sick tournament. Yeah. Like, can you kind of explain to the listeners the significance of it and what it's all about? Well, it's a very unique tournament. Uh, what it is, is it's basically the National Championship of Major Junior in Canada. Uh, Major Junior is a step above Junior A, which would be... Your Winnipeg Blues or Winkler Flyers, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something like the Winnipeg Ice, Brandon Wheat Kings, the CHL. Uh, the CHL is the governing body of three separate leagues: the QMJHL, Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, which consists of teams from Quebec and the Maritimes. I don't think there's any American teams left anymore. No, at there this was moment. at a time. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. Lewiston Maniacs and a few other ones. Oh yeah, Lewiston. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. Then there is the OHL, which is all teams from Ontario and Michigan. And -hmm. then there's the WHL, which is teams from Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Alberta, BC, uh, Washington, Washington, and Oregon. Oregon, yeah. So Portland, Everett, Seattle, and a couple other teams make up the U.S. teams. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the tournament's basically the champion from each league and the host team. It's right. hosted in a different city each year, and it rotates between the leagues. Uh, last year being the exception, where they had pretty much the highest bidder got the 100th. This is the 101st tournament. Right, so Regina last, went for broke to get it, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, that's what last year was ridiculously expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, this year was much cheaper. The city, though, was much more expensive, or just our option of places to go was much more expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So not, not a ton to do in Regina. There's nothing to do in Regina. <laughs> Basically, last year it was wake up, or leave the hotel room at 3 or 4 or 5 and go to the beer gardens before the game, go to the game, and then go back to the beer gardens afterwards. Go green elevator hunting. Yeah, you know, out, not much. Out, out on the highways. Those aren't even around anymore. No. So what to do, eh? Oh. It was painful last year. <laughs> we literally didn't do much other than maybe check out some thrift stores and stuff to look for some hockey member. I was just going to say, did you? I, I remember you scoring a pretty good jersey yep. out there. Yeah, yeah. Seven Bruins jersey at Valley Village. That's Seven right. Seven bucks, game right. so that was kind of cool. <laughs> that was not yeah. bad at all. And so the teams in the tournament. That's it. That was an incredible breakdown, by the way. Yes. Probably even better than the one you did yesterday. Yes. Well, <laughs> I might have rehearsed it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the teams in the tournament, you yeah. had Halifax Mooseheads. Uh, which is obviously the host. Uh, you would know them as Nikolai Ehlers' old team. Mm-hmm. Uh, the team that got in as the Quebec champion was Royan Naranda Huskies, or, which is a small town about 600 kilometers away from Montreal, I believe, mm-hmm. northwest, uh, just on the Ontario border. Uh, the OHL team was the Guelph Storm, who upset a very strong Ottawa 67s team, and actually they had quite the historic run to the playoff finals. Mm-hmm. I know at one point they were down 2 nothing to Ottawa and won four games to two in the finals, and I believe it was the semifinals. They were down three games to none to London and won four straight games there as well. Really? Yes. And then to win? Yeah. Did they not win in overtime to win the thing in game seven? No. No, it wasn't. They then. won game six against... Six. Uh, it was the WHL. Yeah, that was Saginaw there. Spirit, which yeah. is an American team in the OHL. Yeah. And then Prince Albert won the WHL. They were 
number one team for most of the year in the CHL, and then mm-hmm. they were number two going down the second half to Roy Narand after Roy Narand picked up uh, Noah Dobson. Uh, Prince Albert beat uh, Vancouver Giants in Game Seven in double overtime, I believe, or yeah, overtime. I remember it was you definitely this, overtime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Dante Hanoon won in overtime and had quite the memorable celebration. If you haven't seen it, definitely seen check it, it out. It's pretty cool. Okay, uh, definitely something different. Um, so yeah, they went for the first time since 1985 to the Memorial Cup, and they did not fare very well, which no. is a theme in the WHL. As yep. The WHL champions have gone over the last parts of the last four years, 0-12, uh, 0-13. 0-13, sense? Yeah, I think that's what you said last year. Yeah. Yeah, uh, or at least... Yeah, because uh, Prince Albert lost every game this year, mm-hmm. 0-3. Last year was... Oh, I'm drawing a major blank Yeah, here. it's all good. So if current Broncos went 0-3... Right. Uh, Regina went to the finals, but they weren't the champion of the WHL last year, so that yes. does not count. Uh, the year before that, Seattle went 0-3 with Matthew Barzell. The year before that, Brandon went 0-3. And the year before that, Kelowna lost in the finals in overtime to the Oswa Generals. Right, okay. Well, there's your breakdown of how the, the WHL champs are 0-13 in the last <laughs> four and, well, I guess you say, five ter- parts of the last five tournaments. Yeah. So the WHL definitely has less of an advantage because of a lot of rules when it comes to trading that the other two leagues do not have. But that's a lot to break down so i won't really touch on no, that today. as far as quality goes like yeah they've got they've got a lot of extra rules as far as like the underage of rule uh also the travel like teams i, yeah. I would say that uh for import players i would say a lot of them would would mo- desire to play in the ohr yes. the q versus the dub which yes for the most part actually the ohl is definitely the preferred league yeah and also has a lot to do with certain teams paying players <laughs> and stuff I'm not gonna <laughs> that's, name right. Teams, but that's right that's right yeah, that has a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. It's also thought to be a better league. I still don't know about that. Mm-hmm. To be fair, even with the WHL having not won in five years, because they won in 2014, Yes, Edmonton won. But they have uh, they have won, I believe, something like 14 or 16 of the last 30 Memorial Cups, which is pretty impressive given they haven't won one in five years. Mm-hmm. So. It's funny. When you, think of the, when you think of the three leagues, with the OHL, I think of like they probably have the most... High graduating end. players yeah. to the NHL. When I think of the Q, I think traditionally it's always been a little more of a skilled, yeah, skilled league. And then the Dub, that's where all the tough customers always came yeah. from, right? Like good defender, this really is where, strong defense. Of, yeah. Uh, lately, it's been goalies, whereas it used to be the Q. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's definitely how the leagues are looked upon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the WHL also, up until this year, played more games than the other two leagues. Right. They played seventy-two, as the other two leagues played sixty-eight. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. And, for example, when Brandon played Seattle in the finals uh-huh. uh, in 2016, they traveled more in that series, I believe, than the London Knights did in the last two or three rounds of the playoffs. Is that incredible? Yeah. Because, yeah, from Brandon to Seattle, that's got to be <coughs> 2,000-plus kilometers. Yeah, not to mention Brandon played Red Deer in the second round, which is not a short drive. Not a short drive either, man. No. Yeah, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty incredible. They yeah. definitely had a... Like a major and played Edmonton in the first round, <laughs> especially a team like Brandon. I mean, Winnipeg's coming into the league next year. I mean, being so far east, like mm-hmm. travel. I mean, the closest for them is Brandon, and then after that, it's Regina, Regina. right? And that's that's five hundred and sixty kilometers. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see how that works. Um, 
I know you kind of mentioned Noah Dobson. Uh, I, I was just kind of curious about uh, some players that may have caught your eye during the tournament. They don't need to be drafted. They could be players upcoming, you know? like Definitely Noah Dobson, who played 39 minutes in the semifinal and 32 minutes in the finals, oh, which is pretty crazy. He's a New York Islanders prospect, yep. I believe. Yeah. Drafted last year. Played yep. the World Junior for Team Canada this past year. Yeah. And has a chance next year if he's not in the NHL, which I don't. Well, I could see possibly happening mm-hmm. as uh, the Islanders are known to take their time with their defensive prospects. And he, like, I saw him doing an interview uh, during my, I think it was the pregame skate for the uh, for the final. I saw him doing an interview and I was like, man, this guy looks like a giant man child. Yeah. Like, once he matures, like, he is gigantic. Yeah, he is huge. He's grown a lot since last year, I've noticed. Yeah. Because last year he didn't quite stand out as such a tall guy. Mm-hmm. He was big, but not quite as big. It also made a difference. We were in the upper deck last year, and we were front row this year. Mm-hmm. That does make a big difference. It does make a big difference, um, yeah. Other guys, I guess, draft eligible first off would be Raphael Lavoie. Yes, Halifax, right? Yep. 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 Halifax Moosehead. He looked mm-hmm. really good. Big French guy. Would be an ideal pick for Montreal somewhere in the first round. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, no kidding, eh? Well, sticking with uh, Halifax, their goalie, Alexis Gravel, got goalie of the tournament and was a big reason they were in the finals, mm-hmm. as was Ryan Naranda's goalie. You had a little story about Alexis Gravel. I, mean, I know you mentioned something about uh, trying to meet up with him. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, follows my other page and actually talk. We actually talk a bit before the tournament. And we were going to go meet up with him after one of the games, and security didn't believe us. So. <laughs> yeah, I even showed him the message, and the guy was pretty clueless. And he's like, "You can't, all right." So I mean, for those of the listeners that have uh, watched the Trailer Park Boys series, there was the one episode where the Trailer Park Boys snuck in through the sewers uh, to get into the the Metro Center at yeah. the time in Halifax, and so uh, now to see Scotia a rush Bank concert. Yes. Yeah, it's now Scotia Bank Center uh, to see uh, to see a rush concert. So I mean, you know, security's probably you know on their game. Yeah. It would have been sweet if you'd run into the Trailer Park Boys. Speaking that of, would have I mean, been really sweet. kind of on their turf. Well, one of the there's a bar that's in one of the uh, is in the show, and it was I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head. Yeah, but it's right beside the rink. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't know that until the last day, and we had already planted our seeds for that night. You could say so. We didn't <laughs> yeah, get there. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, back on to guys that stood out. Yeah, uh, there was Teasdale. On uh, Ryan Naranda, he's a yep. Montreal pick. Mm-hmm. Actually, a few Montreal picks really stood out. Nick Suzuki on uh, Guelph Storm really stood out. Oh, as yeah, another player. Montreal pick. He was Vegas originally, right? Yes, and part he was part of, of the Pacioretty trade. The Pacioretty yeah. trade, that's right. And then there was, oh boy, who else stood out? There was a few guys on Ryan Naranda that stood out. I'm not as fresh today on this one as I was I yesterday. No, you mentioned something about, because, I mean, obviously you're watching the goalies all the time, but Guelph's goalie. Yeah, he was definitely... If you would have taken any of the other three goalies, put it on Guelph, I think Guelph would have won the tournament. Really? Guelph really, really was really good. They had a really good Russian. Mm-hmm. Can't remember his name. I believe he's a Blues pick. And he had a hat trick in the opener against Roy Naranda when they beat the Huskies. I don't know why I thought Clint Costin, but that's not Clint no, Costin. No, no, no. 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 Uh, he's already in the age, I believe. Yeah. yeah. And okay. then who else stood out? Uh, Guelph Storm. Uh, uh, Isaac Ratcliffe really stood out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mackenzie Entwistle. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah a couple of pickups from the Hamilton World Bowl Juniors ones. a few years yeah. ago? Or didn't this he score a game winner like a year ago or something like that? Or uh, last, scored a big goal. Yeah, when they won the goal to the Steenbergen. Yeah, Steenbergen. And he played in the Memorial Cup last year. Right, right, okay. Uh, who else was there? I'm trying to think. Oh, boy. 
I'm sure I'm going to forget. I'm forgetting. No, no, right it's now. all good. Kind of putting you on the spot, yeah. right? Did the same thing to you yesterday. So. I think the thing that really stood out to me the most was the crowd there. Yeah. It was nuts. It uh, Having been to a bunch of Jets playoff games, the atmosphere in that rink when Halifax was playing or the Huskies when they were cheering against the Huskies was just insane. Mm-hmm. It was... Well, there's something to be said about a smaller rink, a little more of an int- intimate experience. And I've never been in... I've been to different NHL rinks, but I've never been to one that is like, uh, kind of like in between, you know, yeah. like like the I keep calling it the Metro Center, but Scotiabank Arena, Scotiabank Center, Scotiabank Center. So seats what like ten thousand or so? Yeah, total ten, eleven, just under. Right, right, okay. And so you've also been to Grand Forks, the yes. Anglestead Arena, right? Yes. And so kind of the same size arena like i know that that's a pretty good atmosphere there yeah. as well but i went for the world juniors and yeah. it was nuts at yeah. that game as well that was the gold medal game or i went to a bunch of games but i went to the gold medal game in 2005 and it was loud in there yeah um so something to be said about these smaller little more intimate arenas yeah. i mean even winnipeg people say that's one of the loudest rinks in the league it's also versus, the smallest yeah exactly like other than other, nassau coliseum yeah. right like they're which is considered super loud as well. Yeah, exactly. None of them even really come close. So, yeah. but then you get the Madhouse, in mm. Chicago, which is still the loudest NHL rink I've been in. Yeah, yeah. and it's the biggest rink in the NHL. You get an extra seven thousand people. Yeah, right? that's like, it's like twenty. We were there one game. It was twenty three thousand for Hockey Day in USA. Holy shit! It was a Penguins Hawks game back in the day. I remember even just being in uh, the Saddle Dome, and the Saddle Dome's a weird layout. Like it's really, really steep. Yeah. You were there with me, but uh, that's a, a dump. It's a dump, but it's big, eh? Yeah. Like, it's just like, you feel like when you're looking up there, it's like, how the fuck are these guys even watching the games here? Yeah. I got to say, like, you go to, what's it called? The uh, Madhouse United Center. Is, yes. It feels like it's almost twice as big as mm-hmm. Bell and Like, it is massive. Mm. Massive. That is cool. And there's so many banners in that ring from the Bulls and Hawks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially the Bulls. Yeah. MJ. MJ. <laughs> yeah. That's so. right. Some... NBA news going on right now. The, the Raptors are in the final, eh? I'm so sick of that. I won't even touch on that. We're their biggest, biggest fan. I don't, I don't remember if we talk about it in the second half of the episode yeah. or not, so maybe we'll just leave it out. But, yeah. uh, you know, we'll see how that, that uh, turns out. Um, but, yeah, so the Metro Center, a little bit smaller. A little bit smaller in the MTS Center. I... I, I just can't speak enough from experience, but it's inter- I, I, I really find it interesting to hear your perspective on that because you've been to a whole bunch of different yeah, ranks. So. I've been to almost all the WHL. I've been, I've been to every WHL rink in the Eastern Conference, yeah. or I've been to every city. Some yeah, teams yeah, have yeah. new rinks since I've been there. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, the Crush Can in uh, Moose Jaw I went to, which is pretty much identical, but it was. It's now a parking lot, but it was identical to the Calgary Saddledome. It was basically the big... See what I did there? Yeah. Crush can. Exactly. Crush can. Yeah. I like that sound effects. <laughs> so uh, Didn't even need a soundboard for that. Yeah, that rink was pretty cool, but now they have a new rink in Moose Jaw. Mm-hmm. Medicine Hat's got a new rink since I've been there, so I can't mm-hmm. speak for how their new rinks are. Apparently, they're very nice, but uh, mm-hmm. the old uh, Moose Jaw rink was pretty cool because there was all kinds of standing room behind the nets instead of seats yeah was... they're made with they were made with a little more character back then right yeah. now they're all and kind you of couldn't see, you couldn't even see the scoreboard if you're about 15 rows up <laughs> it was so the roof was so low there oh, man, I've, I've been to some playoff games there when they played the pats my dad and i my sister driving through on spring break back in the day a few mm-hmm. times we stopped for playoff games and it, that rink was loud yeah oh yeah i bet oh well, we might be uh 
catching some uh, noise here. Yeah. We're out a little white, bit early tonight. White about, noise. Was it about eight o'clock right now? So the neighbors are actually just outside in the in the yard, probably playing in the garden. Yeah. So uh, if you hear any background noise, that's that's what's going on. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. Well, uh, we'll see how this goes. Anyways, so further further tournament notes. I mean, I don't know. How much more you got to say on the tournament? But oh, it was pretty cool. I got to meet a lot of yeah. Moosehead alumni. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, so you got to get into that. So I went there. You're sending me some good pictures. There was two Moosehead alumni I really wanted to meet. I got to meet both of them. And there's one that I actually have met several times that I was hoping to meet again, and I got to meet him. So I got to meet Pascal Leclerc, who I've mm-hmm. met several times yes. when he was at the Sarah Cruz Crunch. Great photo, by the way, yes. that you posted of meeting yes. him, what, 18 years ago? Yeah, I had a picture done with him in 2001 at the World Junior Camp in <laughs> Calgary. We actually stayed an extra day so I could go to the first day of the camp. Yeah. I got yeah. to meet him, Jason Spezza, Dan Blackburn, Danny Heatley, a whole bunch of up-and-comers, Jay Bomeister, mm-hmm, well yeah. before they were NHL stars. Or busts, mm-hmm. and then I got to meet uh, JSG Garwell was there. He was another. He was the other one I really wanted to meet for goalies. Of, of course, yeah, so I got a couple. Have you ever met him before? No. Nope. That's oh. why it was. That was a big one for me. Unreal. I even yeah. got to talk to him for about five minutes, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. I was near the back of the line and asked him uh, some questions about the customizations on his game worn jerseys that I own yeah. and why he did them. And then uh, the big one for me was Nathan McKinnon. So I took a uh, I. I had no idea I'd get a chance to meet him. I had an idea we might. So I took a 2013 Memorial Cup puck, which he was the MVP of the tournament when they beat the Portland Winterhawks. Mm-hmm. And we were there at that game. Yeah. So I took a puck thing. Oh, maybe we'll get signed. Lucked out, got that, and the Cole Harbor puck signed. Unreal. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was definitely the highlight for me of the trip. I mean, he had a ton of ton of people, I'm sure, lined up to meet oh, him. Oh, my God. There's... Well, we were there two and a half hours early, and we were about 40th in line. Oh, and when boy. we left, there was... At least a thousand people. I'm, I remember yeah. yesterday you were saying it was lined up out the door and it was oh, what, like out five the, degrees outside? Yeah, it's right? five so, degrees pouring rain. Sometimes it's at worth least, the wait. I'll give the people waiting outside. It was under their convention center there is really cool how it's kind of similar to ours where there's a part that's covered yeah. like uh, on the street. Mm-hmm. So that was where everyone was waiting in line, but it was it was freezing that day. Yeah. So we were quite lucky to be inside because it's about the first, I think, 80 people were inside. Mm-hmm. No, that's awesome. I know you mentioned uh, another guy who was uh, Alex Tangay, yeah, who awesome actually man. ruined my life back in uh, the spring of 2001, <laughs> yeah. uh, beating the Devils in uh, seven, in, what was it, game seven? <coughs> I yep. think he scored two of the goals. Yep. Yeah, that wasn't, uh, wasn't too happy with him then, so... No. No. I remember that like yesterday. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? You also got to meet Guy Lafleur. Oh, Guy Lafleur and what was the other one you had? The old guy, the goalie, Billy Smith? Is that it? No, Bobby Smith. Bobby Smith, defenseman, okay. Defenseman uh, with the, he played, I think he was a defenseman with the Montreal Canadiens and North Stars. He's got a few cup rings. Right, right, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah, I was just going to say, he probably has a few for sure. I wish it was Billy Smith. Yeah, that, that would have been, been good, eh? Yeah. My dad was pretty pumped about that and Guy Lafleur. Yeah. I've met Guy Lafleur before, so... It was still cool. I didn't get an autograph from him, unfortunately. Yeah, no big deal, but though. No, I wasn't too worried about that. I got the ones that mattered. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, got to meet a lot of nice people because I got to see people at Halifax. I think I said it already. Yeah, you did, yeah. They are so incredibly nice. Yeah. You ask for directions or something, you get way more than that out of the conversation. So. That's, that's good. Yeah. I was just going to say, if there's anything like my dad and his uh, and his relatives, like, yeah, probably pretty good people, you yeah. know? Chatty yeah. Cathy's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I have an aunt Cathy. She's pretty chatty. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, she used to call me Weenie. Oh. Yeah, not my favorite nickname, but anyways. 
Yeah, and the seafood. Oh. Yeah, so the seafood I was going to get into. So, yes. big seafood guy. Doesn't really yes. matter what it is, you'll no, eat it. I'll eat it or yeah. try it. So, yeah, yeah we had, uh, we went to the same oyster bar about five or six or even seven nights while we were there, either before the game or Oysters, after. hey? I've never yeah. had them. I don't think you'd be a big fan. No, hey? I'm a big fan. So, yeah, we'd have oysters before every game. Mm-hmm. It was happy hour there at this one place. And we'd have beers and my dad had wine. We actually went there. Uh, before the finals and after, and got pretty pissed uh, <laughs> with the guy. We one of the guys we sat beside. We sat beside like two buddies uh, that actually that wasn't their season ticket. They actually I don't know how, how they got the tickets, but they interesting uh, got them just for that. And uh, they like to drink too, so we went with one of them. And him, and my dad had a few wines before the game, and they were younger guys, uh, about thirty six, thirty seven. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had a few wine. He had a few wines with my dad, a couple scotches. He actually messaged me today and says, "Man, I didn't realize how much I drank. I was so hungover till about Monday." He had worked from home. He says, "I didn't go to, didn't do anything at home till about Monday evening." And uh, looked at my credit card statement. And I was like, "Holy shit!" And he <laughs> had to look at the receipt of what he bought. And had the green light from the wife all weekend. Yeah. Hopefully, she doesn't see the bill. Yeah. So, well, actually, him and his wife went the night before and dropped three hundred bucks. Oh, At geez. the same place so they had never been, and we so recommended she's it. Part of the problem. Yeah. Holy smokes, that's awesome. So I yeah, love we, it, man. We gotta had, let loose. Uh, what else did we have? Well, at the same place, we had a few other things. We had top of my head. We had uh, lobster lasagna kind of thing. It lobster was, lasagna. I would say it was lasagna. It was like a oh, macaroni kind of thing. It, oh, it was so good. So expensive. But yeah. So oh, yeah. Good. I bet. See, lobster is a weird one, man. Like I love it. Four years ago, I was out in Calgary, and <clears throat> stayed at my buddy Adam Johnson's place. Shout out to Adam. Yeah. And uh, it was like we had a little bro date. You know, I came over, we sat in the hot tub, we crushed some beer, and then uh, went inside, and he actually uh, grilled me up a steak and and uh, and some lobster, and then I tried it for the first time, and I mean, like most people say, you drench it in butter. Yeah. I don't know. It was good, but like I was, I wouldn't be like super excited to eat it again, but that's just me. Yeah, we yeah. had... Uh... I also don't like ketchup, so I mean... <laughs> 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 I uh we had lobster and steak on our second last day for lunch. Yeah. That was great, really good. The steak was actually amazing. The lobster is pretty good, but the uh highlight for me is I had a two and a half pound lobster at a place called Salty's and oh my god was it good. It was good, eh? It's my first time having a full lobster. I've always had tails. Yeah. And it was awesome. Really? So I, I had that. Uh we'll see. We always try calamari everywhere we go. Mm-hmm. We did an Irish pub one day. We also did uh a Mexican restaurant which had fish tacos with local fish. That was amazing. Just a gross word or pair of words, fish taco, you know. I don't know. But I loved it. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so good. Yeah. Uh there's a place called Pizza Corner, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah, you and mentioned it's this. Four yeah. pizza shops on each one on each corner. And uh we had we went there I think six or seven nights as well, late night on the way back from a game because the games started really late to cater to the West Coast. Yes, of course. Eight o'clock every game except for one. I was just gonna say they had to. So, with all the presentations at the Memorial Cup stuff, the games weren't over till after eleven every night. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went there and had amazing pizzas. There's, it's like a slice of pizza. There's almost the size of half a pizza here. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they also had local fish burgers and fish and chips. And we had that every day. One day we had pizza. Fuck Every other right. day was fish. Well fed. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to be sweating it out for yeah. the next little while, I bet, eh? Yeah. After working out and not drinking beer pretty much for the better part of three, four months leading up to that, it was 
Fingers. I went for a run today and actually didn't feel too bad. So it's good. Yeah, we'll see where the I'm at. The initial sweat was pretty good. Yeah, got my first game since being back tonight playing against my cousin Torin. Yeah. yeah with Timmy G's you want to talk some shit? So uh, no. after you win tonight, maybe? No, no you don't, eh? Okay. No, we'll uh, see how it goes because they're pretty good. Yeah, fuck you, Torin. Yeah. Anyways. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was the food part of it. I think if there's anything else. No, I don't, I don't know. Uh, there's a couple notes that I had written down. I'll just kind we of... Also uh, did a couple, we also did a tour through. and a museum. Mm -hmm. The tour was awesome. It was on an old Vietnam War machine. Oh, yeah. In the U.S. Army, and it's a ground-to-water kind of thing. So we did a tour on that, went to the Citadel. Oh, yeah, Hill, you mentioned this yesterday. Went yeah. to yeah, the yeah. Victorian Garden there. Um, what else did we do? I'm trying to remember everything. Went to the Keith's Brewery. What? We did the Keith's Brewery too. That was awesome. Yeah. We got a little pissed up there, yeah. but yeah, that yeah, was a uh, noon lost noon in the beers. We, yeah. Yeah. Did the noon tour and we were a little bit pissed by about lunch. So yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was that's pretty, good, man. That's good. Yeah, it was. That was actually the one nice day, and it worked out well because we did the tour, went out on the water, mm -hmm. uh, did the Keith's Brewery, and then we did the. Uh, Museum, which had a bunch of artifacts from the Halifax explosion in 1917, and the Titanic, and a bunch of other local ships. And did they have a super exciting person like take you on the tour? Yeah, yeah. It was actually her first time ever doing a tour. She'd been training leading up to that. It was oh, that's her first cool. time we sold, and she did a very good job. Uh, nice, very enjoyable. So yeah, good. If you get out to Halifax, like I rec highly recommend the Harbor Hopper is what's called, mm -hmm. and uh, Keys Brewery tour, and uh, the Atlantic Museum. No. The, muse the Atlantic Museum of the Maritimes or something like that is called. Really, really cool history there. Mm -hmm. So I recommend uh, those three things. You also told me uh, yesterday, I remember you mentioning how nice the people were. And then uh, <clears throat> tell me about Coal Harbor and try oh, getting into the rinks and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, we went to Coal Harbor for obvious reasons. Uh, didn't get to meet Sid. Got a picture at the sign. That mm -hmm. was a big thing. And So Sid and McKinnon are both from Cole yeah. Harbor, Nova Scotia. Yeah. And there's also Joe DePenta and Cam Russell from Cole Harbor. Joe DePenta, former Manitoba Moose. Yeah. And Stanley Cup champion with the Anaheim Ducks. Ducks. Yeah. yeah. And he played for Boston College. And he went up through that way as opposed to the QMJHL. Um, and then, yeah, we got a, we walked into the rink. Uh, kind of asked the lady at the desk. Said we're from Winnipeg. Big Crosby fan. McKinnon fan. Want to see the rinks. Oh, yeah, they're over there. So my dad and I kind of had I tilted it over to the rinks to look. We didn't realize the lady was following us. And she had said the rinks are closed. So we figured, oh, we'll peek through the windows. Mm -hmm. Like a friend of ours from Red, uh, Regina, him and his son did the uh, tournament as well. They're from Hamilton. So they went and watched the uh, Hamilton Bulldogs last year in a tournament because they had won the OHL. And they had right. told us how the rink's not open right now during the summer. I always forget that they're not AHL anymore. Well, yeah. and, and a new color scheme. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, so we went there not expecting to see anything. And this lady from the front desk actually followed us, opened up the rink, and gave us a tour. So that was awesome. Oh, sick. Uh, and then we took a look at the pro shop and noticed that there is some stuff in there that I'd want as a puck collector and Crosby fan. Mm -hmm. So there's a sign on the door saying, phone the owner of the shop. Unfortunately, not Crosby's parents who are part owners of the shop, which is kind of cool. Um, but this That's guy came cool. down, opened it up for us, and I think he was pretty happy with it because I spent over 100 bucks <laughs> on sick. souvenirs. But yeah, it was, it was awesome. Mm -hmm. A bunch of Sid stuff and McKinnon stuff upstairs. So if you get a chance to go there and you like either guy or just hockey in general, check it out. Mm -hmm. I also have to say, I didn't mention this yesterday, is the uh, Nova Scotia Sports Hall of Fame is awesome. And mm -hmm. it's located inside the rink. It's really good. I mean, half Inside of the Cole Harbor rink? No, it's inside... Oh, uh, the Scotia Bank. Scotia Bank Center. And it's, yeah. it's awesome. I'm very biased as there's a lot of Crosby stuff. Like half of it was Sid stuff. 
but otherwise there's a lot of history yeah. there. Yeah, unfortunately McKinnon is from the same town as Crosby, yeah. so yeah. His name is not on the sign yet, but he hasn't won three cups. I was just going to say gold medals, probably and everything else yet. Probably won't be long before he's <coughs> featured on there. You yeah. hope. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see one day. Yeah. I'm sure if Sid has anything to do with it, I'm sure he would yeah. get Nate's name on there too. You know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, before we kind of end off on, on that, I had a couple notes I want to run yep. through here. Uh, the head coach of the Ryan Aranda Huskies, Mark, or not Mark, Antoine Pouliot. <laughs> yeah. Mario Pouliot became the first head coach in CHL history to win back-to-back Mem Cups with two different teams, right? Mm-hmm. That's pretty damn good. I mean, he was the coach of the Acadie Bert Bathurst Titan yep. last year. Acadie Bathurst, which T- is actually another maritime team, yeah. despite the French-sounding name. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Bathurst, New Brunswick. Then of course, uh, keeping it in the uh, the winners circle, Noah Dobson, who he mentioned, uh, is going to probably clean up a couple of Norris trophies in his career, maybe oh, for more. Sure, uh, he's the first player to win back to backs with two different teams as well. Yeah, playing with under uh, Pouliot last year as well, on the Titan. That's just fun to say. Yeah, and then of course, <clears throat> three veteran players. I won't uh, run through their names uh, on the running around the Huskies uh, that won this time around. They reached the Mem Cup final in Red Deer in twenty sixteen. Yeah. And lost to Mitch Marner's London Knights. So I kind of tied in the sin. I asked a trivia question to you yesterday. Yeah, what was it again? We kind of talked about back-to-back Mem Cups. Yeah. Now, who's the only goalie to have played in back-to-back Mem Cups for two different leagues? Unfortunately, you know the answer. And also, yeah, I do, and I kind of forgot it. Oh, but perfect. it was it uh, uh, Weekings goalie, Desair? Desairs. Yeah, Jacob Desairs. Desairs, yeah, a Jacob former Desairs. draft pick of the Philadelphia Flyers, and then I believe he went on to play for the Calgary Dinos in the CIS afterwards. He did ah, not sign okay. with yep. uh, Philadelphia. That's, so. uh, and you mentioned yesterday, like I didn't even know that guys were allowed to do that, yes. so can you kind of explain that, yeah. how so, that works? It doesn't happen with the other leagues coming over, mm-hmm. but the WHL, if you are released at any point and no other team in the WHL picks you up, you can go play in either of the other two leagues. Mm-hmm. It happens a lot more often with goalies than players. Of but, course, yeah. Uh, I can't remember his name off the top. Was it Quinton Lissoy of the Brand Wheat Kings? Okay. Uh, in 2016 or 2017, got released and he went and played over there as well. Oh, interesting. That's off the top of my head, that's a lo- I know there's been other guys. That's yeah. the last one I remember. It just right doesn't away. happen very often. Yeah. I would say goalies probably more, Way more frequently, often, right? Yeah. Because of the age, yeah. the age uh, thing. <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, Bruins prospect Jakub Loko. He yeah. led the tournament with uh, eight points in five games, two goals. Uh, Habs prospect Joel Teasdale, like you mentioned earlier, yeah. he was the tournament MVP. He scored in four straight games, finished with uh, <coughs> four goals and five points. And both finalists represent the Q, uh, ironically, in the league's 50th year anniversary. Yeah. So it was well, very second fitting. time ever. Yeah, that is, yeah. eh? It was the last time, I believe, when it was in Moncton. Quebec and Moncton played in the finals. Oh, wow. No, not bad. That pretty much does it for the Mem Cup. I don't know how much more uh, you'd have to say. Yeah, you know? next year's in Kelowna. Yeah. And it'll be in the OH somewhere in Ontario the year after. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, Kelowna will be sick. I'm sure you and your dad will be out at the wineries. And, yeah, well, oh, that's yeah. the plan, hopefully. Absolutely. So we'll see. Tickets are going to be hard to come, or harder to come by, possibly. So. Yeah, yeah, they definitely will be, I'm sure. sure. That's I won't kind of a hot spot, Kelowna. Yeah. 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 I don't think I'll luck out on tickets quite like we did mm-hmm. this year with three hours of refreshing in my office. If... But, uh, if you're the Tim Hikeway, I know you'll just you'll manage to find a way. Oh yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So that does it for uh, Mem Cup talk. Yeah. Shall we move on to the Stanley Cup final? Yes. Let's do it. And so uh, we originally recorded this yesterday, May twenty eighth. So 
we actually had a day to kind of break things down for you guys. Game two is actually in progress. Yes. We do not have it on the TV for no. once, so... Yeah, that's uh, why I'm not distracted today. We're not getting cut off. Tyler's not getting cut off constantly. Yeah, we're actually talking, looking each other in yeah. the eye and stuff like that. So <laughs> the the Boston Bruins, uh, they managed to uh, run through the Toronto Maple Leafs for the third time in the last, what, like six years yeah. or however many years it's been. Uh, in the second round, they cruised through the Columbus Blue Jackets yeah. in a uh, pretty hard-fought series, but... Yeah. Uh, Duke has obviously been on his game. And then, of course, the Carolina Hurricanes were just a blip on their radar. And they uh, brought up the brooms and swept the Hurricanes. And so here they find themselves in the final against the St. Louis Blues, who uh, rolled through Winnipeg in the first round. We each had a chance to see that live. Yeah. uh, Got a chance to really appreciate uh, the Blues game. Yep. Uh, In the second round, Pat Maroon managed to... uh, Put them on to the conference finals after yeah. scoring in double overtime game seven, which yes. was probably one of the coolest hockey games I've watched. And I think I only started watching it in the third period. It was a phenomenal game. Yep. And then, uh, of course, I uh, just got through the, the San Jose Sharks, who were uh, obviously favored by many people, favored yep. by the referees. Yep. I, mean, uh, I was just about to say that. <laughs> uh, they managed to get by them in six games, uh, breaking, uh, breaking everybody's heart that was hoping for Joe Thornton to win a Stanley Cup. Yeah. And uh, so both these teams haven't had an easy path. Uh, well, I mean, maybe Boston's has been easier than most because uh, Columbus did everybody a favor by knocking out the Lightning. Yep. The Bruins and the Blues. So these are two teams. Uh, rematch of the 1970 Stanley Cup. Yeah, famous goal scored in that game. Yeah, exactly. Robert gordon Robert gordon <laughs> That's right. RGO. Yeah. Uh, 40, 49 years ago. So the St. Louis Blues, I believe, are tied with the Toronto Maple Leafs for the longest drought in Stanley Cup, well, playoff history. Yeah. Uh, as the Blues came into the league the same year, uh, the year after, I believe, the Leafs won their last cup. 67. Yes, that's right, because the Leafs never won uh, within any sort of expansion yep. era. Yep. There we go. Okay. We're nailing it here. And so this guy I work with, he, uh, he comes to me the other day and he says, hey, uh, Hey, Tyler, have you ever heard of the uh, California Golden Seals? And I was like, well, yeah, no, I've heard of them. Like, I'm, I'm a total hockey nerd. I spend, like, half my nights on Wikipedia sometimes. And so the St. Louis Blues have two final appearances previous before. Yes. Uh, I, I didn't realize this until probably a couple of years ago, but when the NHL decided to expand with Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, L.A., St. Louis... Minnesota North Stars and of course the the Golden Seals was yep. it I can't remember if it was Oakland at first it was either Oakland Seals or California Golden Seals I, I can't remember, remember which one it was at I first and then they no idea then they one. switched I still that there was two names I think they started off as Oakland and then so. they switched to California as a way to yeah. kind of bring in more uh, the Raiders more fans the moat yes the Raiders, Raiders. yeah exactly Oakland uh, what I wanted to say was though so the Blues actually made the final. The way the NHL had it set up was that the original six were all in one division. Uh, the I believe it was the East Division. And then in the West Division, that Philly and Pittsburgh were both yep. in it. And uh, St. Louis <coughs> came out of that their first two years of existence. So, uh, And I don't believe they won a game in either of those nope, years. They have not won a game in the Cup Finals yet. Yes, and so we'll see how the game goes tonight. Hopefully we'll have uh, something better to report for you guys tomorrow. Uh, that would be ideal. So it's about time I ask you your thoughts on uh, this matchup and what we can expect for all oh, the rest of the series. I think, it, well, I think both teams are kind of teams 
I don't think anyone really 100% expected, but aren't surprised to see you there. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Bruins are always a threat with their experience and stuff. Yes. Um, you factor in the Blues coming in the playoffs so hot, taking out a few pretty big teams. Yeah. Um, They've had to do it the hard way. I yeah. mean, being last place on, what was it, January 2nd or 3rd, yeah. last place in the league, firing their coach. Obviously, Craig Berube, didn't, it didn't even go over that well when he first took over. Yeah. I think uh, they continued to lose. So And then they got a goalie that's played on three different uh, AHL teams the last three years. Yeah, so what a what a theme for uh, for the for the cup final is uh, Jordan Bennington actually played with... The Providence Bruins last year yeah. on loan. Yeah, so he... Apparently, from what I what I had read, he refused to be sent down to the, the, the East Coast League. Yep. St. Louis tried sending him down last year, and uh, Providence actually picked him up and played him. Yep. Played him. I can't remember who Providence's other goalie was. McIntyre? Zane McIntyre. That's it. Yep. Okay. Former UND goaltender. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so. national champion. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yep. So he actually ended up getting some playing time, played pretty well. And then yep. this year, was he with San Antonio? Yep. Starting here at San Antonio when it was Jake Allen and Chad Johnson, I think. Yes, that's right. It was yeah. Chad Johnson, yeah. And so obviously... And he wasn't even the starter in San Antonio. I think Billy Husso was hurt. When he got hurt. Him. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then Chad Johnson wasn't working out, and so Bennington got his golden ticket. Yeah. And Johnson got waived. Bennington came up and stole the starting job from Jake Allen. Mm -hmm. Long time coming. I was uh, just going to say, yeah, no kidding, eh? It's, yeah. It has been a long time coming. Yeah, he also played... The third team he played for in the last few years was Chicago Wolves. Yes. Because that was formerly... The Blues farm team before San Antonio last year took Fuck over. His, he's finally unpacked his suitcase, yeah. I think. San Antonio, we talked about yesterday, which I think got cut off, yeah. has been everybody's farm team. Yeah, literally everybody's farm yeah. team over the last couple of years. Florida Panthers, Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, they've, uh, they've definitely had a few irons in the fire. But anyways, so Bennington. Uh, Bennington versus Rask, I think, is the most one of the most intriguing matchups of the playoffs. Rask's... Uh, I believe, well, prior to game two, which is going on right now in progress, uh, Rask's save percentage was sitting at a 940, which is yeah. un unbelievable. Yeah. I, I think that's right around the same mark Tim Thomas had back in 2011. And Jonathan Quick's got the all-time record, which I think is 944. I was going to say 944 yeah. in 2012, right? Yeah, the first one. Yeah, thanks a lot, John Quick. Yeah. Yeah, again. his goals against averages and I think his goals against average is the same as, or was the same as Quick's. Yeah, Tuker's is about... 185 i think right now yeah imagine then, if he was with the leafs oh man <laughs> yeah who, who who was that guy that they uh, thought was their franchise goalie back in the day whoops justin pogey yeah he's a KHLer now yeah yikes uh i mean i won't rip on anybody that makes it that far but yeah. uh he played some nhl games yeah that's true he did but world worth, junior gold yes he did that's that is very true so i guess toronto had every right to uh on to their Canadian boy. Yeah. Uh, and on the other end, of course, Jordan Bennington. I think he's sitting at like a 245 goals against right around a 910 or 915, say, percentage at the moment. And so <coughs> right now, I mean, the teams are so overly, evenly matched. I think goaltending is going to play a big part. Not just because I'm sitting beside you, but I, I truly think that that's going to play a huge yeah. part in the series. And I think definitely depth in this case. I mean, neither team really, like we talked about yesterday, there's not a lot of goal scoring on the Bruins side. I mean, yep. Brad Marchand's leading the team in scoring. He's just barely over, yeah. like barely over a point per game. Yep. I think he's at 19. I got it right here. 19 points. 17 uh, games. Yep. 18 games. Yep. And then next closest is David Posternock with seven goals and 15 points in 18 games. Yep. And so they're definitely, when you look at both teams, I mean, good mix of young and old de defensemen on the, uh, 
Boston on, Bruins. On I mean, the Bruins, do you remember yeah. when Sweeney took over? I think it was not yeah Sweeney took over. And yes, they took those three straight draft picks. Yeah, it was. And it uh, was and there's only one of them on the team right now. Debrusque. Jake DeBrusque, Yeah, uh, it was DeBrusque, Zach Sanishin, and a defenseman Jacob Jacob Zavoral. Yeah, his defenseman, and so I believe both of them are with Providence. And there was but, a uh, lot of heat on him after that one. I remember Pierre Maguire. What the hell's he doing? <laughs> I mean, this is also Pierre Maguire who questioned the Habs taking Carey Price fifth overall. I still remember. In case you've never seen that, that clip, I remember that clip. That's a good one. Uh, and then I remember when uh, Zach Parise was slipping in the 2003 draft, watching that on TV, and Pierre breaking that down. <laughs> I can't believe Zach Parise hasn't been picked. <laughs> he was just losing his mind. And then, of course, the Devils took him. Of course, 2003 being the best draft ever. Yeah, the so. best, the absolute best draft ever. And so, if you guys don't believe us, look that up because yeah. there's some legendary players. There's the, most of them are still playing right now. Yeah, yeah, and so. Uh, Actually, one of those guys that was taken in the 03 draft, possibly, it was David Backus. Yep. Yeah. Patrice Bergeron. Yeah, Patrice Bergeron. David Backus, though. I mean, this There's guy. storyline. This guy dreamt of a step, bringing the Stanley Cup to St. Louis his whole career. Captain that team for a number of years when they couldn't get over the hump. So does he bring it there if he wins it with the Bruins? What does he do? Yeah. Ooh. And so this is, I think, I remember his, when they lost in the Western Conference Finals in 2016 against San Jose, the guy was in tears. Yeah. And knew that his time in St. Louis was up. And yeah, you could see the up. disappointment on his face. And I remember seeing these teams come and matching up. And everybody was like, oh, man, can you imagine if Joe Thornton and the Sharks end up playing the Bruins? Like, that would have been a great storyline. But, like, David Backus, man. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a really, really tough one. Yeah. And, I mean, he's the kind of guy. We talked about it yesterday. You're not a fan of David Backus, the hockey player. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. I, I hope the best for him. I know he's had some health issues, yeah. uh, head, head injuries. Yeah. Uh, uh, Duncan uh, Keith hit. Yeah, the Duncan Keith hit, of course, uh, a few years ago. Wakey, wakey, Bacchus. Wakey, wakey, yeah, yeah, that's right. And so, yeah, the the Bruins, uh, I believe, it's going to, man, it's going to be such a tough series. I and mean, it's so evenly matched. I don't know uh, what one way we can look at it. Well, it's uh, a good time to put our predictions in. Put our predictions, yeah, that, I would say, yeah, nice, uh, Nice, uh, nice yeah. tossing that in. So, what do you, what do you kind of think here? Uh, I'm thinking Bruins and six. Bruins and six. Yeah, yeah. I think they, the the Blues will win a game or two at home. Yeah. So I, I think that's just my my sight lane. I mean, it could go either way. And a lot probably depends on what happens tonight if the Bruins can win both at home, right? Yeah. yeah. And which uh, obviously, by the time you guys hear this episode, you'll you'll have your yeah, answer, you guys right? Will know. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I could, like you know, no. <laughs> Is that a Fifty Cent song? Yeah. You know, you acting like you don't know. Yeah. That's right. Oh That's my god! Wow, uh, probably play that in your uh, range on yes. the way out here. Yes, uh, I just downloaded that the other day. <laughs> it came on Brazino's car yeah. on the way to roller hockey. It I'm would. Like, I gotta download this. Actually, uh, I can't remember what half of the episode I mentioned it in, but went for a little rollerblade yes. with him on the week uh, on the weekend. Went for a wheel. Yeah, I know it was good. We did a did a solid probably twenty five k on the blades, Christ. man. It was that it was a long. It was a long boot, and then uh, actually just the other day, I was biking home from work, and I was on Cavalier Drive, about to turn on to uh, my neighboring street here, and this uh, this silver Jeep uh, kind of kind of uh, cut me off a little bit, yeah. and it wasn't really, I, I knew it was him right away, and he didn't know it was me, <laughs> and I tried to catch him in the school zone, but I think he was going about 35 in the school zone, <laughs> so he was... Uh, Run obviously, dirty. obviously in a hurry to uh, let the dogs out when he got oh. home. 
Yeah, or sweep the garage or yeah. whatever it is that RDB. He, that he does. Yeah. yeah. So I uh, shook my fist at him and sent him a text, and he ended up getting back to me and apologizing. But uh, probably the was... next day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I wanted to uh, dish out my prediction, though. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with pro- the popular choice because I'm pretty sure everybody except for the people of Boston want uh, the Blues to win. Yes, right. I think that's pretty. Pretty unanimous. I think maybe a couple other central division rivals. But. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I got the uh, the Blues in seven, and so actually, uh, another reason why I'm going with the Blues is that uh, entered a hockey pool at uh, Vicker Community Chevrolet. Head down to Vicker Community Chevrolet. Uh, see Jay Degonye. Or uh, is that what he calls himself? Jay. Yeah, Jay Degonye. He'll uh, get you in a brand new 2019 Chevy Blazer. If you've ridden in one of those things. Pretty sure there's, uh, pretty sure there's more cameras in the, in those things than there is in a uh, uh, museum. It was absolutely unbelievable riding in one of those things. It's they're beautiful. They brought the blazer back, eh? Yeah, they did. Just like uh, Ford brought the Bronco back. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, and we we talked about that yesterday yeah. too. The Ford Bronco, T Siegs, yeah. uh, friend of the show. Yeah, he's uh, one a white one too. I think. Yeah, it was like white. Another famous individual he, had. Yeah, he'd be. Uh, He'd be driving out to junior B practice out in Sanford, and he'd be getting blown off the highway. Him and OJ. Him and OJ. the white Broncos. <laughs> That's right. And I, uh, I mentioned yesterday, so obviously i got to tell the story again, but uh, remember when he used to work at Sport Mart, when <laughs> hopped in his truck one time, I think he told me to go back to his house and pick up a... Big gulp. Pick up some... Uh, yeah, maybe it was to go get a big gulp, but I think I went to his house to get some Powerade or something like that. But anyways, I hop in it, and I mean, his grandpa drove the drove the Bronco too, and there was the biggest pile of fucking used smoked cigarettes sitting Dart in the ashtray. It was Dart City, man. Uh, fucking nasty, nasty smelling vehicle. So sorry, Seeks, but uh, <laughs> sorry I had to bring that up. I think I had a really good joke somewhere in here yesterday, and it's lost. Yeah, I know that's the worst part, eh? Is yeah, having to re-record, but uh, it was a real knee slapper. Yeah, we do our best. Something about the bee's knees or something. Something, I can't something that. about the bee's knees, but uh, that's yesterday's news. <laughs> yeah, today exactly. So we're uh, running pretty low on time here, Holy but sh- yeah. Looks- yeah, this has gone well. Yeah. Almost better than yesterday. Maybe we'll do rehearsal ones every week. No, maybe not. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. I don't know if uh, once my uh, my other baby's here, if I'll be able to hang out as much. But uh, back to the blues. Uh, actually, maybe not. Maybe we won't go back to the blues, but let's talk Con Smythe. So, blues, Bruins, what oh, do you got? You have to go with Tuka Rask for the Bruins. Yeah. Brad Marchand would be the really only other possible option which i would love to see him win it on the road so we could see the double boo of oh, batman and him oh that would be and then chara that would be fantastic yeah but uh yeah i think it's pretty safe to see he one of those two would win it for the bruins mm-hmm. and i think for uh st louis it'd have to be as of right now i mean there's still a lot of hockey left Jaden schwartz mm-hmm. there's, or maybe petrangelo yeah Jaden <laughs> schwartz sitting at i believe he's got uh 12 goals on the uh, on on the playoff this year, twelve goals. Uh, he leads the team in points. I think the next closest is nine. Tarasenko, who had a very dominant series against the Sharks yeah, after being a little dormant against the Jets. Yeah, and we talked a little bit about Petrangelo uh, yesterday. I mean, Petrangelo literally eats pucks for breakfast. The mm-hmm. guy blocks literally everything. So, Blues got a lot of sandpaper on that team. Yeah. We got Alex Steen playing on the fourth line. Yeah, 
Creek to have to, who I'd like to see. Win yeah, it. I'd like to see them win it for him. Exactly, and I mean those guys aren't going to be the type of guys that win you a Conn Smythe, but Schwartz would probably be, get uh, most of the votes. Yep. Uh, Bennington would be a popular choice, yes. I'm sure, amongst the hockey writers because yep. I believe they're the ones that vote for yep. it. Yeah, so. And then, uh, yeah, on the Bruins side, you obviously mentioned Marchand. And I think this is Rask's to lose, pretty yeah, much. pretty much. Yeah. Unless, like, he could have a stellar series and they lose. Yeah. I think he would win it regardless. Yeah. But, like I said, lots of hockey left. Lots of hockey yeah. left. I think a big factor in this series is if the Blues can't slow down the Bruins' power play, which is clicking at about 35% right now. Sounds like my math marking group. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I love in sciences. <laughs> Not just a four-letter word, that no. math, eh? Well, I was pretty good at math. It's yeah. biology. Yeah. Not my thing. No, no. I, Definitely a fun class, though. Yeah. Yeah, very fun class. I had class. to do a lot of studying stuff in there. And yeah. I wasn't one for uh, doing homework and stuff, so no, studying. So. neither was I, no. so... Yeah, well, that pretty much wraps it up. I don't know how much more really needs to be said about uh, the cup final. I mean, I, you, if you haven't heard it from us, you've heard it everywhere else. That's so. exactly it. Uh, obviously... Uh, Alex Steen playing with the Blues. Thomas Steen, big friend of the show. Yeah. yeah, we had him on here in November, and so we're really, really rooting for them. Yeah, uh, you never know. Maybe we get Thomas back on talk <laughs> about it awesome. after. That'd be unbelievable. It'd be really good. So I guess uh, we'll take a break, just like we did yesterday, yeah. which will take you into the second half of the episode, which we recorded yes, yesterday. So you're gonna have to bear with. The, we're gonna say this now. Yeah, the birthday segment. The days are all messed up. Yeah, so they are May. Was it 28th and 29th? Yeah, I believe it was something like that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, these these guys are, are all very deserving of a uh, happy birthday yeah. message. We could almost do today's, but nah. Yeah, no, no. Screw, uh, what, what is the date today? May 29th? May 30th. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to take a quick break. Timmy's going to take off to hockey yeah. and enjoy the second half of the episode. The World Championships went down, of course. Yeah. Uh, that tournament, another tournament that kind of takes a backseat to, to the, uh, the NHL, the Stanley Cup playoffs, of course. Uh, wouldn't say it's, it's tough to say. More people are watching the – well, I mean, more people worldwide are probably watching the World Championships. Oh, yeah, Memorial sure. It's Cup. huge. It's a massive tournament. Absolutely massive tournament to those uh, countries over in Europe. Yeah. And – of course, we all saw how it how it ended up. <laughs> Finland. Yeah, and if you don't believe us in how big it is, check our Facebook page. <laughs> I posted a video of the celebrations in Helsinki and stuff. Yeah. They were going nuts, like thousands of people on the streets, people swimming in fountains, people just drinking. It was like when the Jets came back, but 10 times crazier. It was like watching the Dudesons. You remember yeah. that show? <laughs> yeah. Like the, the like European jackass? Yeah. <laughs> like it's exactly like nuts. It went <laughs> it, I saw it and I was like, "This is awesome!" Yeah, like that. It made me almost happy we lost because mm-hmm. had Can or had Canada won, it'd just be all oh, Canada won another world. They'd come back and it'd be back to they'd be on their vacation for a bit. But these guys, it's huge for them. Even mm-hmm. the team celebration, mm-hmm. like they had, I think there was like something like forty thousand people showed up at a rally. Wow! For them. Yeah, that's amazing. Man. That's, that's huge. That's so cool. If not more, like it, it's mm-hmm. nuts. That's so, really. It's really nice cool. to see them win. Mm-hmm. Uh, they definitely earned it. I mean, they had a goal that was playing in the AHL all year, Kevin Lincoln in, mm-hmm. who I actually thought might have been American just because his name, or Canadian because his name is Kevin. You don't hear of many Finns named Kevin. No, Kevin. At all. That's right. <laughs> Usually it's like Itu, Teppo. Yeah. Temu. Tomo. Saku. Yeah. Yarko. Like, <laughs> Yarko. That kind of name. Yarpi. Kevin, so. Yeah. Mika. Nika. Yeah, exactly. Nico, all Miko. European kind of names. Scandinavian names. But Kevin's not the most. But <laughs> anyway. Kind of on, I want to mention this, is he's a Chicago Blackhawks prospect. Yeah. Uh, yeah the okay. goalie we talked about in the Memorial Cup, 
who really stood out, who I think will be our goalie at the World Juniors or one of them next year. Um, Alexis Gravel of the Halifax Mooseheads is a six-round pick of the Blackhawks Black as well. As well yeah. Plus, they have Colin Delia. So I think they're sitting pretty good right now mm-hmm. uh, going forward, Once depending how Corey Crawford goes. Totally off topic from the world. So yeah, we'll yeah well, it's all good. Yeah. yeah, so Canada ended up losing that game. What did the Finns, uh, what would Canada outshoot the Finns in third period? Wasn't it like 23-2 to two or something yeah. crazy? Yeah, Lankanen uh, had 23 saves, or wow. 43 saves in the win. They won Phenomenal. 3-1. And Canada's winning one nothing early. So Yeah, they were, aren't they? He really shut the door and I mean you give you think like he's a good goalie in the AHL, but you think about like other countries in this tournament, they'd have AHL goalies like the Czechs, mm-hmm. and it's not a surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finland's got so many goalies and their starting goalie was Kevin Lankin. Yeah, I know, it's pretty And they'll had two guys that played any games in NHL this year, and neither of them were full time players. Yeah, uh, Henry Yokiaru. Who played yeah on on uh, Chicago. Yeah. And then they had another one and I can't remember the guy's name. I but can't. anyways, they didn't have a single uh Goal. A single goal Yeah. Uh, in the NHL this year. Yeah. Uh, to put things into perspective, I think that was a tweet from Gordon Miller. Russia. Uh, another tweet up from Gordon Miller was uh, that they had... Uh, oh, what was the stat? Oh, that uh, Mark Stone makes more money than, than the every whole single team, player yeah. on Finland. Uh, to put things into perspective. Another pretty... way to put things into perspective, Russia, who ended up winning or getting the bronze. I don't usually say you win the bronze, but... Yeah. Uh, they got the bronze. I believe they had something like 1,800, 1,900 NHL games played. Mm-hmm. Uh, that might even, that'd have to be just this year or something. Yeah. I was looking at that stat because you think about it, Malkin and those guys have well over, close to 1,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Malkin, Kovalchuk. Yeah. They had uh, like their Ovechkin, like their lineup was stacked. Did Co- they had something like they 300 They all played, all for. those guys? Yeah. Really? Wow, man. That's Provorov, a- Kuznetsov, everyone. Vasilevsky was their goalie. Really? And they got bronze. They lost to the Finns in that's the semis. Just, that's just that's just Russia all over again, man. Like the, the same thing happens every single year, right? Like, I couldn't like their team's crazy. Ovechkin, Pro- Orlov, Malkin, Anisimov, uh Zaitsev, uh Zadorov, Dodonov, Kovalchuk, Kucherov, Vasilevsky. <laughs> Kuznetsov, Nikita Nesterov, I recognize that name as well. Who are the other goalies? Uh, Vasilevsky, uh, Georgiev. Oh, yeah. And Sorokin, Ilya Sorokin. Wow, and he's a huge NHL prospect. Yes, he is, yeah. He's actually, they just, I got their prospect issue when I was um, in Pearson Airport. Mm -hmm. And I think Sorokin's like ranked like 14th biggest prospect in the world. Really? Is he drafted already? Yeah. He is the one that's drafted by the Islanders. Islanders, that's right. The Islanders have him. Yeah. Of course. So they had him, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of good goalies coming out of Russia again. But them losing this turn, like, I thought there was going to be a walk for them or the Swedes. And actually, or- the Finns beat the Swedes in the quarters. So they get there, this team with the. Of what Finland. a weird tournament, eh? Well, they beat, they literally beat the three biggest teams. Yeah. Sweden, Russia, yeah. Canada to win. And they have no one. And as far as Team Canada goes, the. The dramatics in the uh, quarterfinals. Or yes. Was it the semis? Quarters. Semis. Yeah. Against, against the Czechs. Against the Swiss. Swiss. Oh, that was the quarters. Yeah, with the with the tying goal from yeah. uh, Damon Severson with 0.4 seconds yeah. left. It was pretty uh, And then win OT. To have Stone win that. Uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool to see. So, uh, not too much to say more on this tournament. Uh, Great Britain was another uh, awesome story. Yeah. To see Their that. Uh, backup goalie actually... <coughs> <coughs> Their backup goalie played for uh, 
Kelowna when they beat Brandon in the finals. Oh, yeah. So he must have some kind of UK heritage and played over there. He played for... What's that team called? Belfast Giants for a couple of years. Oh, okay. Yeah. In the uh, AHL then. Yeah. Uh, one Davis. thing I noticed is that... Uh, they had a Perlini on the team, so I was wondering if he was related to Brendan Perlini on uh, Chicago because I believe Perlini is born in England. Yeah, I believe that. I believe so. So I'm interested to see uh, about that. So what they had, they had some sort of chant, and they were chanting like "We're shit and we know it" or yeah. something like that. <laughs> so that's what? pretty, pretty cool to see them because uh, <coughs> they came back from three down against uh, who was it Austria. Something oh, man, one of those. Yeah, yeah, one of those old, uh, uh, USSR team or yeah, countries. Yeah. They they came back. Belarus, maybe. Maybe well, I yeah, can't they remember. Were down, they were down three nothing. They came yeah. back, tied it, won it in overtime. And I think who was the team on the other side? Was it Italy? Yeah, Italy's coming back. Oh yeah, they t- they beat France. I think it was. Oh, it was Great Britain that beat France. Yeah, that was that's it. it. Yes, that was yes. It. Uh, I think like, Italy's like coming they back. have in other things as yeah. well. <laughs> well, soccer. Yeah, soccer. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, no, pretty cool to see. Not too much else to say on the tournament, I guess. Yeah, I'm trying to think, and yeah. it really just kind of blew by. Yeah. It started late this year, too, I found. Mm-hmm. I, think I remember it used to end up by uh, Mother's Day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it did, it did kind of start a little bit late. Yeah. I wonder if that's to uh, to get more, like, yeah. more better, I'm sh- better players over there. Get, yeah, get the a NHL, deeper right? pool of talent over there. Right, because some guys you get now... a couple rounds done, you have a few more options. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just started a week, week or more later. Yep. I can't remember. Mm. But yeah, there isn't a lot also there. I guess you had the two top prospects of this year's draft playing in it. That's right. Against men for the first, well, for the first time on the big stage. Arguably the best hockey name, one of the best hockey names, Capo Caco. Yeah. Right, right up there with uh, Valerie Zalapukin. And, <laughs> yeah. Capo uh, Kakonen. Yeah, exactly. Names like that. So, Caco <laughs> uh, versus Hughes. So, Caco obviously... Uh, Stood out. I mean, we saw him in the highlight reels numerous yeah. times. He had six goals yeah. and, and seven points and I think, 10 yeah. games. So, I think I also saw he was a plus 10. So, that's uh, that's not bad. Not bad at not all. Not bad at all. Although, I mean, if you run down the list of scoring leaders, <laughs> I mean, there were some kind of shitty teams in the tournament. So, there's always a happens lot of plus year. 10s and plus 11s. Yeah. I mean, Willie Nylander is a plus 16. So, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> so Kako obviously gained some attention, and Hughes, uh, he didn't score a goal, but he had three points in seven games. So Which is not bad. The the New Jersey New Jersey Devils are left with a uh, who own the first overall pick. They're left with a, a very a very good problem to have. Yeah. Uh, as for the New York Rangers, they're having they a good can't prize screw up falling in their lap. They can't screw yeah. up. The Devils are the the ones with all the pressure. Well, the, here. what I like about this is going to be another Matthews versus Liney kind of thing. Yeah. Because. But these two or are Pittsburgh gonna, and yeah. Ovechkin because these two guys are in the same division oh, and big rivals too. It's going to reignite that rivalry, yeah. hopefully, especially with two of those teams trending upward. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, yeah, that's something to to look forward to for the the old uh, Hudson rivalry, yeah. battle of the Hudson rivalry, and with the Islanders becoming relevant. I mean, it's yeah, it'd be interesting to see how the the landscapes of these divisions. Who would have thought it would take their best player in the last thirty years leaving for them to finally become relevant? I know exactly right, and then all of a sudden they got a. You know, an embarrassment of riches uh, as far as prospects go. Like and a pretty Dawson. smart guy running it. Yeah, and a pretty smart guy running it. Yeah, exactly. Sorokin coming over next year. Like, I mean, they don't need to rush him either because no. they have Leonard, who's I would think will re-sign. You'd hope he would. Yeah, and Grice mm-hmm. had a good year as well. So mm-hmm. They're not too bad off there in no. goaltending. No, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. This will, it'll be an interesting draft to follow because the 
proximity of the two teams. So yes, of course, we'll add a bit to their rivalry. It's gonna be good. Yeah. Uh, as far as coaches goes, uh, coaching goes. Ottawa, uh, they got DJ Smith from yeah. Toronto. So young won coach. A Cup. He did win a win a Memorial Cup. Yeah. Pretty young coach. I, yeah. I'd, I'd heard that he started when he was very young. Yeah. So he's really, really paid his dues. And uh, I'm reading and hearing nothing but praise for this one. Yeah. For Ottawa. I think it's a pretty good... You got a young team, a guy that's working and had success in junior hockey. I think that's a big thing. Yeah. He knows how to work with this generation. He's younger, so he, he's definitely a far more of a player's coach from what I've read. And yeah. Yeah. And you're seeing these young coaches yeah. come in, like uh, Montgomery and uh, Dallas, yeah. come in and have immediate success. So, and with that, you can have a coach grow with the team as well. Mm-hmm. And then I think it'll, it'll work well. Um, he's coached Oshawa to a Memorial Cup back in 2015. But yeah, there you go. I think it's a great move for them. I think this is one that Ottawa really, really had to get right because if they don't, uh, <laughs> if they don't find a way to extend uh, or to... Uh, sign Kachuk and Shabbat long-term, they're just going to be rebuilding all over again. So I feel like they really took their time to get this right. I hope. I hope. And I hope uh, Eugene Melick stays the hell away, you know? We'll see about... That's the big uh, factor there. Yeah, exactly. And then Edmonton, kind of doing something a little opposite here. (laughs) Interesting to see if this will pay off. I know uh, on the island... uh, Bringing in Lou Lamorello obviously paid off for the Islanders. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, the combo of <coughs> Dave Tippett and Ken Holland, yeah. two uh, Hockey Canada boys, uh, yeah. Bob Nicholson, obviously. I think that this could be interesting. Like, it's, uh, it could be more of the same, but I think it should work, I hope. Yeah. Um, for their sake, man. And I mean, really Paul Coffey's out of there now. You yeah. got Craig McTavish is out of there now, too. You're starting to lose the old boys club, hopefully. Yeah. It's, it looks like it's almost a new boys club. Like, yeah. it's the Team Canada boys yeah. hockey, club. Hockey Canada wants like, hey, all the we the boys. That's their goal set at the World Juniors every year. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, yeah. I mean, Kenny Holland and Dave Tippett have worked together in the past, I believe, with world championships i believe so yeah and they've all worked i think it's gonna they've had success yeah i mean dave Tippett. it's when you think about the about this move when i think about this move and all the problems edmonton's had over the last 10 years 15 years like for for a very long time has been goaltending and defense right has it not Oh, 100%. Yeah, exactly. Their offense has never really been Ever a problem. Ever since Chris there. Bronger left and yeah. Wayne Rolson left, yeah. it's been kind of. That's, that's been the issue. And uh, traditionally, Dave Tippett's teams, very, very stingy, not very exciting. Yeah. Be interesting to see how different uh, of an approach he takes here. It'll be. Uh, it, Edmonton's a crapshoot. Like, yeah. I'm still not sold in their goaltending situation. Right. Like, uh, yeah. What was Koiskinen. that? Like, Koiskinen gets uh, extended. And that and and Shirelli gets fired the day after. Like, it made no sense to me. Yeah. Like it was literally it was like Shirelli's last dying signing. breath. He was like, uh, "Sign this contract. I'm done." That's pretty much like, it. Was so, so bad. Yeah, he had a good stretch for about 10, 15 games. But I mean, he's never played more than forty games. In it a makes. I mean, it could pay off, but yeah, I'm not sold on it. No, I'm definitely not either. So. Uh, keeping things in uh, the goaltending talk, though, of course, the the Jets signed yeah. Laurent Brassois. Yeah, I you know I like that one. Yeah, I figured you would. Actually, I I noticed that on our uh, on our Instagram page, your mom decided to chime in and uh, 
say that uh, Brassois should be the starter. Oh, good. You think he's gonna? Yeah, exactly. No. no. I mean, I wish, but yeah. no. I like him getting in on that. That's <laughs> yeah. good. That's good. Very biased. Same person who hates Tyler Myers. <laughs> Does he really? I don't think he's whatever. We won't go there. But uh, Brassois, <laughs> I'm happy to see him back. Yeah. So. Not much else to say on that one. No, he I was, like him a lot. Yeah. If I might as well add again, a guy who played in the Memorial Cup. Mm-hmm. But uh, Royal Kings, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's didn't right. win it. Tristan Jari won it the year after he left. So him and Hellebuck trained with the same <coughs> guy yeah. over the summer. That's right. And so, what stood out to me this year was how similar the two goalies looked. Yeah. It was crazy. Well, they're both huge. They're both huge. And they play exact same style. Yeah, I would say Brassois maybe a little flashier. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, very, more very similar. Like it's yeah. crazy how how like just the build, the size of the equipment. I don't know if they have the same gear or similar no, gear, but totally. Uh, I knew CCM, you would know. One's Bauer. Okay, I knew you would know yeah. that. So, uh, yeah, good to see. You one's then. got great style. The other one, his stuff is so boring every year. Kind of <laughs> sums up their goalie the way they play. One just stops the puck, and the other one's kind of flash. That's a little right. flashier. But Bersois got some of the best tastes in the game. No, One of the go. things he uh, he went through seven sets of pads last year. Seven, and all of them are the new Bauer ones where you can do a custom design. They're oh, all different designs. Shit. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's not bad. So, just a random bit of information because Bauer next year is that's gonna have like a full to. thing. That's what I like to hear. As a goalie, you can design your own graphics for pads now, and they print them on the pads. All perfect. Yeah. So, like for example, Lungfist with the Statue of Liberty. That's yeah. one of them. Um, who's another one? There's a goalie named Justin Fazio, played for the Sarnia Sting. He had little mm-hmm. Hornet uh, horns all over his pads or the team logo all over. Uh, goalie for Team Canada last year, Colton Point, had the all-black pads yeah, yeah. with the Team Canada logo all over it. I'm trying to remember if it was... Uh, uh, Freddie Anderson at the Winter Classic had the old Kujo oh, equipment printed did. on. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then there was another one. I think it Mike was McKenna. A, I think it was Keith Kincaid. No, he wears Vaughn. No, I know, but he uh, had the... as, a, as a prank, I think it was Adam Henrique after he got traded, he uh, he got Keith Kincaid uh, goalie pads with a, a picture of, like, uh, uh, the Zoolander body. Yeah. But it was, like, kind of, like, naked or something like that. And it was it had Steven Gionta's head on it, <laughs> on the pads. It was pretty awesome. So that's uh, that's really, really neat that they can do that now. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, that's that's kind of how it should be. It's it's so uh, For so long, all the goal- goalies, all they really had was the helmet right to yeah. make their own but even better now that they can do it with their pads well the thing that it's way different now too is you have these goalies doing their unique designs on their pads mm-hmm. one thing you don't see anymore is goalies keeping the same design of mask if they go team to right. team right they change it every now, year yeah, even... every year every goalie is almost almost every goalie the think... one exception might be, if I'm not mistaken is Rask's always had the big bear head yeah, yeah. Jonathan he's... Quicks has been the same too he's always had a yeah, crown yeah. Ca- kind yeah. of thing but he's had a few different ones you think back to our childhood like the Broder, iconic masks, Richter, Matt Van yeah man there were some really like really Patrick good Patrick had basically three major masks in his yeah. career Cujo Broder essentially had one with a few differences in it between yeah. his own logo and yes uh, the team logo or putting the logos inside the paint mm-hmm. like inside it but uh Richter always having the Statue of Liberty mind you he was only part of another team once in his career and he if you remember that, when he got traded to the Oilers. Oh, yeah. And then he re-signed. And then He's, he re-signed. Yeah. That's right. Fucking bizarre. Yeah. Super or bizarre. Holzig always had Godzilla. Yeah. Um, Turk always had the gargoyles. Yeah. There was so some, many like that. Now some it's iconic masks. Yeah. Every year, every goalie's got a different mask almost. Luongo yeah. used to have the pink panther on his mask every year, but... Oh, yeah. Now he's... Yeah, he started plain. changing it up yeah. every year. Yeah, that's right. Uh... I guess before we uh, before we forget, we should probably throw it to the birthdays. I think so. Tim, this is your real house. And so I, I got to love doing this. So what's the date here? 
Well, we're going to go with today's date and tomorrow's date. So today's date as we're recording is May 28th. Yes. So the first one I'm going to go with is... Ooh, there's not a lot here. Terry Crisp? Terry Crisp. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot I do the dates. It's, it's been a while since we've done this. No, it's all good. So the Terry Crisp... Terry Crisp. Is turning... Former a uh, Calgary Flames coach. Yeah. Winner of the 89 Stanley Cup, I believe. Yes. And he also played in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's turning a crisp 1943 I'm not gonna oh, not on the ball in this math thing wow that's uh Six. that's like 74 or something yeah like that. no in there somewhere we're gonna uh, embarrass ourselves all right here I'll we'll go back to doing it the old way uh born 1909 from a Toronto Maple Leaf okay <laughs> was this gonna be red laps or what uh red Horner red Horner yeah, Horner okay yeah I'm, my dad's got a couple of his cards so um, born, call him Hornsey? former New York Ranger and forgive me, forgive me listeners. I don't know this abbreviation. Yeah. CBH. CBH. This guy's got a trophy named after him. Oh, wow. Okay. Who is this? Clarence Campbell. Oh, the Campbell ball. Yeah. Okay. CBH. Oh, maybe I got the wrong one. Uh, oh, here's a good one. Okay. For Winnipeg Jet, Washington Capitals, St. Louis Blues goaltender. Many people our age would remember him from being in like score hockey cards. You see him a lot. Jets, Blues, and Capitals. Jets, Blues, and Caps. Holy shit, man. I don't know. He is uh, is Jim Hribnik. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Does he have a vowel in his name? Hribnik? Yeah. An A at the an end? An I and an A. Okay, I was going to say, does he even have a vowel? So he was born in 1968, making him uh, 51 50 years old. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Okay, here's one. Oh, are they 50? Yeah, I guess my, my fucking old man's here. Here's some uh, hockey history here. Part of a great hockey royalty family, I would okay. say. Played for Hartford, Philadelphia, and Detroit. Born 1955. Oh, this is one of the Howe brothers. Yeah, Mark Howe. Yeah. Good guess. Yeah. Okay. Royalty. There you go. This is not... Oh, he's in the Stanley Cup Finals right now. Okay. Who's this? St. Louis Blues. This is going to be easy. St. Louis, Edmonton, Oiler, yeah. Pittsburgh Penguin, Anaheim Duck and Vegas Golden Knight. Oh, that's uh, David Perron. Yeah. Uh, stealing it from Spitting Chicklets. 31. He, uh, he's only signed, what is he? He's only signed four NHL contracts in his career, and they've all been with the Blues. <coughs> yep. all these, he's done three stints with yep. the Blues, which is crazy. Crazy, right. I think. This next one, where to go? Okay, he's a goaltender, mm -hmm. 1969. This is his birth year. He's a former Toronto Maple Leaf, Atlanta Thrasher, and Ottawa Senator. Damien Rhodes. Yes. Wow. And for those folks our age who remember the McDonald's goalie masks. Yes. He was the hardest one to get the one year. Did you ever get it? Yes, I actually just it. recently got it. Because nice. it used to be like two, three hundred bucks. Wow. Now twenty bucks. Oh nice. But interestingly enough, this is totally on topic again. There's a they did them a year before that year. Okay. And they were only available in Saskatoon. It was to test their popularity. Oh yeah. And there's some pretty cool ones. There's Guy Bear. Yeah. Tim Shovelday Jets. Uh, Bill Ranford Oilers. Oh, that'd be sick to get a Shovelday one. Yeah. Uh, he's Wade Flaherty. San Jose Sharks. Wow. Yeah. That'd be a good one too. Those sell for a few hundred though. Still. Anyways, back on top. Those were cool, man. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I still have some in the basement. Yeah, or at I least got, my parents' I place. got the set. That's something I'll never get rid of. No, definitely not. Okay, there's not a lot here on this day. Oh, former NHL coach. Played for the Toronto Maple Leafs and mm -hmm. Minnesota North Stars. He's American. 
American. He coached uh, a few teams. He's sorry. He's coached quite a few teams. Okay, played for the Leafs and the North Stars. Yep, he's American. Oh boy, he's tough one. Nineteen fifty-five. So he's not. He's coached recently. Uh, not Mike Gardner's never coached. Nope. Nope. He's uh, American. Remember, Gardner's Canadian. Fuck, I don't know this one. Yeah, I'm gonna Put be real perspective. mad when I miss it. He is 64 years old only, but he's co- he's been around coaching probably re- since he retired. Really? Yeah. God, this is not this is not good. He coached Washington. Okay. Not Bruce Cassidy. Anaheim. Washington, and Toronto. Washington, Anaheim, and Toronto. Yeah. Randy? No, Toronto. he's Canadian. He never coached Caps, did he? Fuck, this is hard. Listeners, help me out here. Fuck, just say big it. name coach. He's on TV even for a bit. Hates one of the cities he coached and played for. <laughs> Ron Wilson. Oh. <laughs> Ron. I thought you would have got Ronnie that one. Ronnie Wilson. I don't know why I did. Yeah, and he's a he's a homer, Ron Wilson. Yes. I definitely enjoy listening to him talk So do I. Him, but he's a homer, for sure. Okay, and we're going to do a bonus. We're going to do May 29th because yeah. there is one big one on here. It okay. kind of ties in with our show. Yeah. Okay, so first guy, he's born 1975. Mm-hmm. Played for Washington, Boston, Los Angeles, Toronto. Washington, Boston, LA, Toronto. Okay. <laughs> Um, I don't know defenseman Jason Allison. Oh, that was a, that's a good one. Yes, actually, he was a good hockey player. Holy fuck! <laughs> Check this out right here. <laughs> oh, we got a Jason Allison hockey card in the garage. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's that is something else. Don't ask why I have a Jason Allison hockey card, but uh, yeah, I can tell you that he was born in 1975 in North York, Ontario. So, uh, ooh. Here's a good one. Wait, hey, this is a trivia, trivia question on here. So not including 2011, which team defeated Boston in each of its last two uh, appearances in the Stanley Cup Finals? Not including who? Not including 2011. Because obviously this card is from 1998. So the, the last Cup two finals. would have been... Edmonton. Edmonton. Yeah. And then before that, when did they make the final? Against Montreal? Defeated Boston, though. I don't know. Montreal beat them? Does it say on there? Is it you have to No, you have to see the Upper Deck website. Oh, fuck. This is from 1990. Which, that probably would have been Windows 95 version of the website. Yeah, this, is, so. this is a card from 1999. Wow. That's okay. Upper Deck choice. Here's a, here's a trivia question. Uh-oh. Which former Vezina Trophy winner came to Boston along with Allison in a 1997 trade with the Washington Capitals? Vezina Trophy winner. Yeah. Washington Capitals. Yeah. Bill Ranford. No, it wasn't Bill Ranford. Who was it? He's a one-hit wonder. Oh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Holy shit. And then, uh, okay, the other the other question is uh, irrelevant. Anyways, okay. sorry. Happy birthday, Jason Allison. You get yes. a little segment there. That's Wow. That's... What are the odds you have? <laughs> that's amazing. Holy Christ. Um, okay. Uh, he was good. Back on top. That was, that's a good one. Yeah, that was good. Um, this guy played for Buffalo, New York Islanders, Montreal Canadiens, New York Rangers. He was born 1973. This is going to be a hard one. Uh, oh, boy. Jason Daw. Oh, Jason Daw. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember Jason Daw. Okay. Not well, but he's do. <laughs> yes. He's turning. Dawsey. Me and Dawsey. Yeah, that's right. Anyway. 46 years old today. Hey, this guy played for the Florida Panthers, Boston Bruins, and Columbus Blue Jackets. He was born in 1985. 1985. Florida. Boston. Boston. Columbus. Florida, Boston, <coughs> Columbus. Oh, uh, boy. Not 100% sure. Nathan Horton. Oh. Yeah. 
He's turning 34 years old today. A uh, friend of the show, Shane Forrester, once, po- once pointed out to me that he is married to a Ford, former playboy. A playboy yeah. That's right. Good for Nathan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, here's another good one. Columbus Blue Jackets, Philadelphia Flyers, Winnipeg Jets. For 1988. Uh, Klitsam. Nope. No. Steve Mason. Oh, shit. Happy 31st you birthday, You said Flyers Steve. in there, eh? Yeah. Steve Mason. Awesome. Happy happy birthday to the former Calder Trophy winner. There's some good ones here. Um, former Toronto Maple Leaf. Yeah. San Jose Shark, LA King. Leaf Shark King. Uh, Born 1977. Okay. I believe his up his rookie card was in 96-97 upper deck. Leaf Sharks King. <coughs> God, that's hard. Uh, Jamie Baker. Nope. Al McCauley. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Okay, this one you probably won't get. He was but, good. Yeah. Uh, Macaulay was a good player. I, don't quote me on what I'm going to say when I say his <laughs> name, but okay. this might be a guy that started like history. Um, Minnesota North Star goaltender and San Jose Sharks, born 1965. Uh, You're never going to get this one. Uh, John Casey. He played 39 games. Yarmo Mills, Millis, I think he was the first Finnish goalie in the NHL. Oh, wow. Them, yeah. Really? I think so. Wow, or one cool. of the first. No, he was an early one. Sorry, I think it's someone else. Now. Yarmo. So I was wrong on what I said. Uh, this guy played for Chicago, mm-hmm. New York, St. Louis, Vancouver, and Phoenix. He was born 1965. Chicago, New York, Ernie. Phoenix, 1965. Uh, What's well, a real tough one? This is kind of a big name-ish, okay. but not a... I would be surprised if you didn't get this. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like secondary players on, on Phoenix in like the early 2000s or 90s. Brian Noonan. Brian Noonan. Yeah. He won a cup with the Rangers in 94, I think. Yeah. Brian Noonan. Wow. And that brings us to our last one. Okay. Which is a big one. Yeah, I could. Okay. He played for Montreal, Colorado, Dallas, New York, St. Louis, Vancouver. He was born in 1967. Is that our boy Mike Keane? Yeah. Yeah. Mike Keane. Mike Keane. Big so, friend of the show. Not really, but... Happy birthday, Keener. Keener. So, yeah, that does it for birthdays on these... Today and tomorrow. That's great. Or today and yesterday, depending so, when you listen. Awesome. So that pretty much does it, I guess. Yeah. Eh? So what's uh, what's on the radar for you for the week? What's going on? Lots of work. I got to get caught up. Yeah. Yeah. Sweat out the beers too, I bet, eh? Yeah. Yeah. My goal is not to drink again till tomorrow land, but we'll see. There's a few things that I could be doing mm-hmm. on both weekends coming up that I might partake in, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. So absolutely. What about you? And I think one of them you might mention. Well, yeah. So we're still a little ways away, but uh, baby's due on the seventeenth of June. So we got a little bit of time here before yeah. my world's flipped upside down. <laughs> yeah. But uh, coming up this weekend, uh, we're off to the horse races. Yes. Uh, Jamie Degagne, big friend of the show. Uh, check him out at Regent. Uh, Jay Degagne, check him out at. Uh, He's Vicar. gonna start paying royalties for all these shows. I was just gonna say Vicar <laughs> Chevrolet down on the Regent. Uh, he's having his bachelor party. Yes. He's getting married to uh, Adrian's sister, which is hilarious. So technically, I'm going to be my brother-in-law, yep. which is life coming full circle. But anyways, so we'll be doing that on Saturday, Saturday. I believe. June so first. You're, I think you're coming. Uh, uh, penciled in. Yeah, penciled I in. I just want to see where I'm at with work. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, we'll, uh, we'll make room for yeah. you. Because this is proof. If I say yes, I, I have to go. I was just going to say yeah. you have to go. That's right. So yeah, yeah no pressure. But anyways... So, yeah, we'll be doing that on the weekend, but uh, I don't know, been biking around, been rollerblading around, you know, trying to... Keeping active. Keeping it, trying to keep in game shape. Oh, cause, uh, I got I to gotta say one thing. What's that? I kind of see it in a little bit of shape. The hills in Halifax. The Holy. hills. Holy. 
It's a lot of walking up hills there. <laughs> Who'd have thought, eh? Yeah. Well, we didn't have a car. One thing I want to add to that. So that was, I got a bit of a workout every day. We averaged nine kilometers a day. So. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Did you manage to run into my cousin or no? No. No, I didn't It was him, so but... busy. Yeah, yeah. Every night we wanted to check stuff out after yeah, the game, yeah. whatever we could get in. And mm -hmm. and then next morning was usually a little, little slow to get out of bed because we were yeah. looking over or we had something right away the next morning to go to. Oh, yeah. So it was a busy, we, I chatted with him, but unfortunately yeah. it didn't, uh, my elusive cousin be. that I haven't, uh, actually I haven't been down the East Coast since I was seven years old. Why didn't you know you'd been? 1996 I, I went, yeah, oh. went with my family, been, went to New Brunswick. Oh, that was, bef that was before uh, Steve Eisman was a true legend. That's right. It would have didn't been, have a cup uh, yet. would have been right around the, actually, but I, I'd have to double check, but it would have been right around the exact same time the Jets left. Oh. Because it was the spring of 96. Yeah, 96 year, the abs won. Yeah, so there you go. Exactly. And there I was out in uh, New Brunswick. Oh. Meeting all my my cousins for the first and last time. <laughs> I never, unfortunately, one of the things I wish we could have done is rent a car and go for a drive. Oh, it would have been cool, yeah. And check out the PEI a little bit or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it never happened, but uh, we we got to see a lot, so. That's awesome, yeah, man. No, no regrets. To Kelowna next year, I guess. Yeah. And uh, as for everybody else, thanks for listening. Again, long episode. It yeah. was a blast, though. It's really, really good to be back <laughs> and uh, good to have Timmy back from... Uh, Halifax. I'd say it's good to be back, but I love that they're yeah, it's Winnipeg. Yeah. Oh, I'm happy to be back. Yeah. Now, the best part about Winnipeg, I always, I always say, is uh, anytime you go somewhere, it's a treat. Yeah. You know? It doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter, it doesn't matter where it is. Well, vagina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's very, that very Memorial true. Cup, the, the last year of Memorial Cup, yeah. I gotta say, we get up at like four or five every day and go right to the beer gardens. There's nothing to do. No, there's nothing. Nothing. At all. No, there you go. Other, we went and checked out some thrift stores, see if we saw any cool hockey stuff. And they even had a chance to get an NFL game and we freaking stole it from them. Did we Here, steal it from them? It sounds like Winnipeg's getting it. Sounds like the Packers are coming here to, Instead. Play, the, to play the Raiders. Oh. That's huge, man. Yeah, my cousin Travis is going to be pumped. And it's on the same weekend as a bomber game, a home game. <laughs> Please. Just wow. sleep at the rum hut. Wow, the beer snakes. Or, yeah, yeah. Might as well just sleep at the sleep rum under hut, the rum hut on a potato sack or something. Yeah. Holy shit, that's gonna be oh. a rough one. Okay, so well, of is course, your neighbor gonna be taking up both. Uh, I, I would say one for a, sure. I would say that's a Mark Messier guarantee. Yeah, I, I would one for say. sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll have to check in with him. I'll text him now. Oh no, he's probably long, uh, long asleep now. But uh, anyways. Thanks everybody for listening. It's been uh, been an awesome year. Here's to another one coming yeah. up. We're not uh, too sure what the future holds here, but yeah. uh, we we can uh, we can promise you that we'll keep doing it. So yeah, yeah. But uh, the most important thing to remember is to always shoot the hockey. This is tongues out. Peace out. A town. <laughs>